Hello everyone and welcome to another beer review. Now today we're back on this kind of German mini-series and uh, we're doing Hofbrau, the Oktoberfest beer. Here I am, there we go. Get the glasses pulled back up. So yeah, that's what we're on. Hofbrau. Ah, well, let's crack it open and see what it's like. It's uh, 500 Mill bottle, six point three percent. It is a proper Oktoberfest fest beer. Um, whether that actually makes it better than some of the other beers we've already tried or not, I'll be totally honest. Um, when I've been at Oktoberfest, I've actually enjoyed the beer better at the the beer kellers that were festival beers, but not Oktoberfest beers. And there you go. But We'll crack it open and uh, see what it's like. It's not giving us any more details. Obviously, I'll put more in the beer facts below. Um, I was looking for some kind of Plato um, percentage, but it's not giving us any of that. That is telling us that there's a... There's a... 0.3 um, Swiss francs. Deposit return apparently on the label, so there you go. So if we're in Switzerland, I can give the bottle back, get um, 30 uh, Swiss franc cents. No, I'm trying to find out what I've done with my... Oh, I don't know, I feel like I'm to one side today. I don't know what's wrong. I'm to one side. There's a bloody chair knacker. There we go, that's a bit better. Jeez, I lost a cock a minute ago. <laughs> Let's get this cracked open. I just felt that I was sitting kind of at show a bit. Let's, ooh, oops, let's see what this is like. Let's get it poured. Um, I don't know if, what do you call it? Um, We've been doing some kegs and we mentioned about some kegs, the pros and cons and everything else. Well, I found a con to these five litre beer kegs. And this was the pressurised ones, the ones that are kind of the Heineken kegs. I'd ordered two um, kegs of Kronbacher, maybe about a month and a half ago. Jesus, this is going well. Look at the state of this. And... Uh, First one was fine, not a problem. And it was it wasn't until last week there, or this weekend, that I was uh wiring into the segment. Wiring in all I got was two and a half glasses at the bloody thing. Cause the cake was do dodgy and kept bloody kind of uh, leaking in spots and absolutely christening in the kitchen which made me pause you know really popular with the wife and things like that so so that's one of the other downsides that i didn't mention because i didn't know about it it's fucking rainy serious <laughs> i thought right i'll wait so we don't have the arsehole with the car exhaust and we don't have the church bells and we don't have the helicopters and we don't have local wildlife and animals all kind of joining in having a chorus and I thought no emergency service is great no it's just the weather <laughs> got the rain but yeah as I was saying about the kegs 
one of the things that I didn't put down as a as a, a con for these kegs is if you get a, a dodgy keg that that leaks and makes a bloody mess, that that's another downside. And one of the big problems is if it's a five litre and you haven't really drunk anything out of it, then that can cause a hell of a bloody mess. I can assure you of that. <laughs> so suck my wife. <laughs> but anyway, so that's one ticking I watch out for. Choose your kegs wisely. Right, so what we have, as you can see, it was about normally poorer, probably about two and a half finger head. It's kind of dissipated a bit. Um, it's a nice, crisp looking, kind of clear golden lager. And it's still got plenty of lacing and everything else, but it's kind of dissipated from what it was uh, for the people in the podcast, for the people who are watching. Well, you see it for yourself. So, what does it smell of? Well, let's just do a read. There we go. What does it smell of? Well, it's that usual kind of Marzan kind of smell. You're getting slight acidity, which I call kind of reminds me of a kind of salsa, kind of slightly tomato y, kind of raw tomatoes. Green. Maybe slightly bready, but very light. Don't smell hops. Not so much malt either. Maybe a little bit of malt. But yeah, the main ones is kind of slightly bready, grainy. Then this is kind of slightly acidic, kind of salsa-esque. So let's see what it tastes like. Um, that's actually quite nice, quite pleasant. There's obviously more body to it. It's 6.3%. I would expect it's uh, Plato um, percentage to be fairly decent. I would say it's probably got to be well above 10 anyway. I would probably say 12, maybe 13 at least. So it'll be interesting to see. I'll do obviously more investigation to find that out. But in general... Flavours are quite nice. Again, no real bitterness at the end. It's one of these kind of clean finishes. That rain's coming down like a bugger, so it is. Can you hear that? Seriously. <laughs> oh, God. But anyway. Yeah, um, it's one of these ones with a, what we call a clean finish. It just, you know, dissipates quite quickly and there's no real kind of, no bitterness or nothing really happening in the aftertaste apart from the kind of the flavours that have transferred over from the mid-tongue just kind of petering out and dissipating, that's it. But in general, it's actually not too bad. Um, I would admit, I prefer the Hofbrau um, Fest beers to Pollen, Pollen are uh, just not really my cup of tea. The Hellas is not too bad. I can, I can suffer the Hellas, but a lot of the Pollen are kind of really, no, not really for me. Um, just something about it that I just I don't particularly like. But yeah, in general, it's quite nice beer. Not too bad. But yeah, it's a good level of malt there. Nice kind of 
working with the grain level of sweetness is it's just nice but you've just got that 6.3 alcohol which just slightly takes the edge off it because you had to, you're just getting slightly the alcohol edge on it that's just taking the bit off the sweetness and yeah, overall it's, it's, it's quite a nice beer so let's break down the flavors Start off getting plenty of malt, plenty of grain, and a nice kind of underlying sweetness. That's quite nice at the front of the mouth. It is just nice. It's it's what I would say. It's a good pleasant start. You can't turn around and see the malt's kind of lacking or anything like that. Just a good pleasant start. Naturally, there's more malt in this type of beer that you'd probably find in a normal lager. Um, and, and definitely more malt than what you would find in any kind of lager available in the UK and that's been brewed in the UK. Uh, yes, I would probably say it's definitely up there with the, the kind of malt levels of some of the Czech beers we've tried as well. So, yeah, so it, it's fine from that point of view. But a good kind of balance with the grain and the sweetness makes a nice start to it. So, so it's a, it's a good front of the mouth. Move on to the mid-tongue. You start to feel some of the alcohol kind of tones coming through. Because it's 6.3, you're getting a little bit of alcohol tones coming through in the mid-tongue. Which isn't affecting the malt, isn't affecting um, the grain. But what it will do is it's actually kind of slightly dying down the sweetness a bit. So it's reacting more on the sweetness, just taking the edge off it. So the sweetness is kind of dissipated a bit. But you are giving you slight alcohol tones. Not bitterness, but they are giving you slightly kind of... Maybe a little sourry notes, but very light sourry notes. But yeah, they're just little kind of off-sweet notes. Um, which again makes it more interesting. But also you're just getting kind of a nice kind of... Uh, breadishness kind of accents coming through as well. So... You're getting bready accents. You've still got a nice level of malt and grain. The sweetness has dissipated, and you've got these little kind of slightly kind of off sweet accents coming from the alcohol. And then the main flavour is the malt, the grain, slight breadishness. And what's left of the sweetness just kind of transfers from the mid-tongue over to the the back of the mouth. And the aftertaste is just really, the dis, you know, these flavours dissipating as a group. There's no real one that's kind of hanging about or lingering or anything like that. And there's no additional flavours coming into the, the aftertaste either. So it's, you're kind of, that's it. So what you've got in the mid-tongue is really, that's your lot. Because some of the flavours are just transferring over and then just dissipating as a group and that's it. So yes, it's a very kind of light and clean finish if you look at it from that point of view. But it's quite nice. Um, could I drink a lot of it? Um, no, I don't think I could be drinking this by... A litre or the one and a half litre. I just oh, I don't think I could. Just because... Uh, 
I want a distinct... Oh, I've got to admit that the front of the mouth is nice and good. But what I want is that little bit of bitterness at the back end just to kind of balance it out and just to kind of, you know, make that the finish a bit more interesting, you know, to kind of match the front of the mouth. The front of the mouth is a good start. I'll be honest, it's a good start. And uh, the mid-tongue is fine. It's okay. It's nothing special, but it's fine. It's okay. But it just kind of loses it a bit in the aftertaste, just because it's like, oh, right, okay, right, that's us now. We've done our bit. You know, it feels like that. It's like, it's not really going anywhere at all. It just it's a bit of an anticlimax. And yeah, you just want something a bit, you know, an additional flavour or something just to come in on the aftertaste, just to kind of add 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 an interesting finish because it, it it's quite boring and just quite kind of bland and disappointing. To a certain degree, I mean, it's it's not a bad finish. I just feel it's just slightly disappointing because it's a good, really good start, and then uh, just the end is just not that great. And uh, yeah, it's a bit of a kind of a damp squib, and that's why I think probably the Czech beers kind of take it in quite a lot of ways with the German beers because there is that bitterness, apart from obviously Budweiser Budvar, which doesn't really have any bitterness at all, which of course is quite prevalent IBU score but yeah I think that's one of the reasons why I probably prefer Czech beers more than I prefer German beers just because there is that bitter finish that just adds that little bit of balance you know there's a, like I've always said you need a bit of yin and yang and yeah sometimes with German beers that they do the malt well they do the grain well and everything else but they're too shy with the hops. Now, here's the thing: is the cases of when I'm saying hops, is hops as to try and get some bitterness. But coming from Scotland, you don't actually have to use hops. There's plenty of other um, herbs and uh, herbaceous plants that you can actually uh, use to provide bitterness and things like that. So you don't have to rely on hops. But you need something to give some sort of bitterness, and you're not really getting it. And I feel that just where it kind of loses out and kind of misses. So, um, what would I give this out? Of the problem is we're giving this one out of ten. We did another one. Um, the falter, falter beer, but it actually had a little bit of bitterness at the end. It's a little bit of bitterness, and it just worked, and that's what made it nice. The problem is this is just kind of lacking in that. And it's noticeable. But in general, it's a nice beer, but what would I give it a, a 10? And this again is the lager scale. When I'm reviewing lagers, I keep a scale just for lagers, so it's out of 10, but it's just for lagers. Obviously, if it was on the more open scale, like for ales and all that, then the lagers would go down because they just don't really have the flavour profiles of ales. This is one of the things. Ales give you a heck of a lot more flavour and a lot of variety and everything else that you really just couldn't basically put ales and lagers in the same kind of grouping because if you did, it would just be a waste of time because the lagers would be so always low scoring because it just couldn't stand up to the ales. That's just the reality. So 
when I'm reviewing a lager, I'm scaling it as how I review all lagers. It's a separate scale for kind of lagers and pilsners and all these type of things. But also for the it's the light lagers and not the dark stuff. Um, just because it's to give them a, a bit of a chance. So what would I give this out of 10 in the kind of lager scale? Um, well, it's a good start. It's an okay mid-term. Disappointing in the finish. But that's disappointing for me because I'm, I, I like a little bit of bitterness and I just think it balances it out. But other people like the clean finish. They like that. They're not looking for the bitterness and everything else. And you've got to remember that these beers are brewed for a market that's inside Germany. Um, yes, of course, a lot of people from outside of Germany go to Oktoberfest and everything else, but they're brewing it for the German market because it's a German festival and everything else. So, I mean, yeah, you get a lot of tourists, but you also get quite a lot of Germans going there as well, let's be totally honest. And uh, it's brewed for their home market, and their home market likes that style of beer. So I've got to be kind of realistic from that point of view, just because it's not really my cup of tea. It certainly is right up the street of plenty of other beer drinking. What the fuck am I getting now? Is that a tractor? Jesus fucking hell. Getting tractors now. But anyway, um, I'm going to give it a six. I'm going to give it a six because it's above average, of course, on a lager scale. Yes, it's above average. But for me, it's lacking for it to go anything past that. So I can say, yes, it's above average, but it's lacking because it just doesn't have the finish I'm looking for. But I can't trounce it too much because, of course, obviously, it's not really brewed for people like me. It's brewed for people that aren't looking for a better finish. So I can't really um, penalise the breweries too much for doing that because they're brewing it. I mean, it's a business and they are brewing it for the market. And, of course, there's plenty of people who are very happy with it and delighted with it. But it's just not quite for me. I preferred the Falter. The Falter was nicer, I would be totally honest, and uh, I would rather have that, to be totally honest. Um, I mean, it's a nice enough beer. It's fine. It's very, very drinkable. And, yeah, I mean, let's be totally honest. If that was on tap compared to any other beer available in the UK, from a lager point of view, then, yeah, I'd be quite happy to take this. But I'll be totally honest, out of what we've tasted so far, the Falter is the one I would probably go for. It's still the one I prefer, just because it's just more rounded, it's better balanced, some nice flavours, but also a nicer finish, again, from my point of view, because I like the bit of the bitterness. So, yeah, so it's uh, it's 500ml, 6.3%, it's part of the kind of little kind of Oktoberfest range, so it works out roughly about £2.50 a bottle, but you have to buy pack which is 25 quid for 10 bottles um i would recommend it yeah it's fine not a problem but i would also say that uh so far it's not the best falter is and uh i would recommend that more if you like a little bit of bitterness at the end if you don't then yeah this is a nice beer and yeah give it a go so thanks for watching cheers and bye for now